Broadcasting live across the great state of Montana, this is Montana Talks with Aaron Flint. Uh, good. I'm finally seeing some official reporting on this truckers boycotting New York City over Trump verdict. I've been seeing a few folks sharing that news, sharing that information with me via Twitter. I know we got a, a bunch of uh, great truck drivers that listen in here to Montana Talks as well. You'll call us in from the road. You'll, you'll listen in on the app as you're uh, traveling all across the country, keeping America moving. And so I'm interested in hearing from some of you truckers in particular. What are you hearing uh, what are you doing in particular, even if you uh, even if you weren't planning a trip to New York City? Are you definitely not planning a, a trip to New York City now? Will all uh, truckers unite in this? I know the trucking industry has uh, been facing some challenges here recently. So uh, so anyway, this this is interesting, though. But I was seeing this uh, via uh, via X, via uh, the, the site formerly known as Twitter. Over the weekend here and now, Fox News has a story. Todd Starnes, I, I, I saw this one in my stack of stuff here. Todd Starnes, toddstarnes.com, uh, had that headline I just shared with you. MAGA truckers boycotting New York City over Trump verdict. There's a very good chance that New York City grocery stores and retail shops could be running low on supplies over the next few weeks. That's because a number of truck drivers are boycotting the Big Apple to protest the uh, actually, it says $35 million verdict. Wasn't it a $335 million verdict? Anyway, in President Trump's civil fraud trial, which the whole thing was a fraud against him, of course. A trucker with the name Chicago Ray took to the social media platform Friday night, posted a video in which he expressed fellow truckers' outrage at the verdict. He said this via X. He says, I've been on the radio for over an hour, and I've talked to at least 10 truckers who are going to start refusing loads started Monday for New York City. Talked to three guys that I work with who texted the boss and told him no to NYC. That's from uh, Chicago Ray. Truckers are 95% Trump. It'll get overturned on appeal, but you know how effing uh, hard it is to get one of these things into New York City. I mean, that's the other thing. Like, first off, man, can you, it's hard enough just driving like a tiny little car in New York City and finding a place to park for a tiny little car, but then trying to trying to get your 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 rig through uh, through New York City and then dealing with all the crime and the illegal aliens and everything else. Why do it? Why would you do it at that point uh, and just say, nope, not shipping anything in there? Uh, so anyway, what, what are you truckers out there hearing? Uh, what are you thinking? I'd uh, love to hear from you. You can message us on the Montana Talks app next time you pull over for a little break. Uh, or you can call us as well, 406-294-0970. And if you don't want to press all the little buttons, of course, we've got a one button on our Montana Talks app. Through that one button, you can press it. It'll call our studio. So uh, download the Montana Talks app. And by the way, that's not just for you truckers out there. That's for everybody out there. Anybody can call into the program with the touch of a button on the Montana Talks app, or you can message us as well. All right. uh, Lots to talk about this morning here on the show uh, and an update Regarding the illegal aliens involved in a stabbing incident in northwest Montana. Yeah, we've confirmed it, but our listeners already told us, but we confirmed it. Securing America. House Intelligence Committee Chair Republican Mike Turner of Ohio caused a stir this past week when he called on the White House to declassify a serious national security threat. Turner telling NBC's Meet the Press Sunday... 
The threat is very serious. Everyone who's looked at it uses the same language that, that I have, that it is a very serious threat. The threat is a Russian space-based system which could target satellites orbiting the Earth. Florida Republican Congressman Michael Waltz discussed the possible impact of the weapon while appearing on Fox's Sunday Morning Futures. It could completely blind our economy. It would take out our GPS. It could blind our military. Wow. Uh, it is incredibly serious. It's a weapon of mass destruction. Walt says the danger stems from the fact the U.S. is more reliant on space than Russia is. And when it comes to Russian President Vladimir Putin's mindset... He could use it as a, as a serious uh, deterrence to keep us from doing what we need to do. Kidney Rescue, Fox News. Here's a look at your real weather for Billings and Bozeman. With sunny to partly cloudy skies across the area for today. High temperatures will range around 40 in Bozeman to the mid-40s in the Billings area. For tonight, partly to mostly cloudy skies, slight chance for a rain shower in the evening, turning to snow shower chance late in the Bozeman area. Temperatures head back down to the mid and upper 20s. Tuesday with sunshine, highs head in the 40s to 50s. This is weatherology meteorologist Paul Trombley. Oh, look, even country music isn't country anymore. Man, I think that was the funniest comment that I saw after we shared this story about Beyonce supposedly coming up with a country song. Uh, one of the commenters said, oh, come on, even country ain't country anymore, let alone Beyonce's music. Uh, Aaron Flick here with Montana Talks. We had that story for you on our Montana Talks website. Uh, plus, we got a lot more serious stories than that. In fact, most of the time, we're focused on the serious stuff. So uh, that's where you go, MontanaTalks.com. Taking your calls live, 406-294-0970. This is Montana Talks with Aaron Flint. Well, surprise, surprise, surprise. Yeah, that stabbing incident in the Flathead Valley in Kyla, Montana. Yeah, it involved illegal aliens. Does that surprise you? So last week we were talking about another stabbing incident. Remember, remember that story out of Bozeman? I mean, God, just uh, just rehashing the news story for you. It looked like, man, they they had to send in the SWAT team to raid this house in, in Bozeman, Montana, of all places. Man, it was like everybody and their mother and their brother and their cousin and, and whoever else uh, whoever else was in this house was just, I mean, just scattering all over the place. And they detained a whole bunch of people. Was it, what was it, close to a dozen people were detained at this house in Bozeman. And then uh, two people were arrested. Two people were arrested. And, uh, and uh, anyway, it, it didn't mention anything about their immigration status in the initial news reports about these two people getting arrested after these uh, stabbing incidents in Bozeman. But. We leave it to you, our listeners here on Montana Talks. Uh, you know, we, we started getting messages. What was this, a, a week ago? We started getting these messages on our Montana Talks app. Hey, uh, did you see that story about this stabbing incidents in, in Bozeman? Might want to check their immigration status. And then... And then later on, we, we got an email, we got an email or another Montana Talks uh, message uh, on our app where they said, oh, yeah, yeah, check the jail roster. I just did. And the two people that were named in those news reports, yeah, they're in the jail on an ice hold on an immigration and customs enforcement hold. So I went when we were in the middle of one of our breaks, took a screenshot of the jail roster, sent the tweet out. 
Hey, FYI, Bozeman Media, uh, yeah, those two guys are on an ice hold in the jail. Now, I did see in, in their updated news reports, uh, at least uh, one of the TV stations included that little immigration statistic in their news report. But while we were talking about that story, while I was uh, sharing uh, information from you about this uh, story out of Bozeman, I had a couple of folks, uh, and, and one of them, let's just say, uh, a very credible person, apparently, who knew about this story. And they said, hey, Aaron, you might." somebody even on Twitter uh, had said something, too. Hey, there was another stabbing incident in northwest Montana involving illegal aliens. And so, you know, last week was a busy, crazy week. I mean, all the political news going on, all you know, uh, uh, Congressman Matt Rosendale jumping out of the uh, dropping out of the Senate race. That was a big story. So much going on. But I thought, hey, you know, I, I need to I need to check on that story. So uh, one of our listeners sent me a uh, I think it was a uh, Daily Interlake story talking about this stabbing incident in Kyla. And uh, apparently the backstory is that I've heard from one of our sources. The backstory is that. Well, yeah, these illegal aliens, you know, were involved in this stabbing incident, but the person who nearly got killed didn't want to press charges. Hmm, I wonder what the story is there, right? Why, why would this person not want to press charges? But either way, uh, they ended up uh, getting these guys deported or, or in the process of getting these guys deported because of their violent history and the fact that they've already been kicked out of this country and then... Uh, we're back in the country illegally anyway, which makes you wonder, how, how soon will they be back? Even if they get deported, how soon will they be right back here in the United States under the uh, Joe Biden, John Tester open borders regime? But, uh, yeah, let's see here. Uh, so there was a story about a stabbing incident in the northwest Montana town of Kyla. That's right outside of Kalispell involving suspects who also have a questionable immigration status. So I checked in with uh, Flathead County, and yep, the incident uh, is confirmed to have involved illegal aliens. Here's the statement I received from the Flathead County Sheriff's Office just after our show wrapped up Friday morning. Flathead County, uh, Flathead County's Sheriff's Office coordinated efforts with the U.S. Border Patrol and Homeland Security for the deportation process of two individuals. Due to their violent behavior and immigration status, we worked with federal officials on their removal. A spokeswoman for Flathead County also confirmed that, yes, the two who were handed over to Homeland Security were illegally in Montana and the U.S. Surprise, surprise, surprise. Uh, anyway, John Jackson, the joker from Twitter, he, he saw that I had shared that story over the weekend. And he's like, you know, it's almost as if, <laughs> yeah, yeah, almost as if, right? I mean, man, we continue to see these stories. And again, it's not just in New York City. It's not just in Denver. It's not just in, you know, major cities in Texas. We're seeing it time and time again here in Montana. Why do we have so many illegal aliens uh, or other folks with questionable immigration status stacking up in our jails from Bozeman to Flathead Valley? Uh, you name it, right? Look at the list. Look at the laundry list of these folks. And then, of course, we've had a whole bunch of people connected to the Mexican drug cartels that have been the, the subject of recent uh, recent federal raids and investigations as well, from the Crow Reservation to the Northern Cheyenne Reservation to Hardin to Yellowstone County, you name it, uh, all across the board. And again, this is all the responsibility of Joe Biden and liberal Senator John Tester. By the way, speaking of liberal Senator John Tester and illegal immigration, 
There's a Fox News story that just came out. Uh, I'm glad that somebody's finally putting a major spotlight on this. You know, John Tester is the chairman of the Senate Veterans Affairs Committee. He's the chairman of the Senate VA Committee. So if anybody should be standing up for our veterans and saying, hey, why in the world are VA employees processing claims for illegal aliens? It should be this this chairman of the Senate VA committee. Uh, anyway, let me I'm still clearing out my stack of stuff for you here, but let me pull out pull out this report. Get this one front and center for you right when we get back from the farm and ranch report here. Uh, basically, the story is about liberal Senator John Tester saying nothing about this. No pushback whatsoever from the chairman of the VA committee to stand up for veterans. He stands dirty. Endorsed by Donald J. Trump for the Senate race in Montana, Navy SEAL veteran Tim Sheehy joined us in studio. Full audio. Go to MontanaTalks.com. Click the on-demand button. Good morning, everybody. It's time for your Daybreak Egg Report. I'm Russell Nimitz, and thanks for being with us here on the Western Egg Network. Well, last week, during the U.S. Department of Agriculture's annual Agricultural Outlook Forum, U.S. Trade Representative Catherine Tai pledged to continue fighting a Mexican ban on biotech corn imports. A three-member USMCA panel has been assigned to the rule on the U.S. complaint against Mexico's attempt to block imports of genetically engineered corn. And Tai said Mexico's policies regarding agricultural biotechnology threatened to cause serious economic harm to U.S. farmers and Mexican livestock producers and noted not only that, those policies stifle important innovations needed to help producers respond to pressing climate and food security challenges. In some other news here on this Monday morning, it looks like the U.S. Fish and Wildlife Service has proposed a rule that would expand their ability to kick grazing and other agricultural uses off of national wildlife refuge acres. Now, the number of ranchers permitted to graze on refuge land is small compared to BLM or even Forest Service programs. However, organizations like NCBA and the Public Lands Council say this change represents... Yet another attempt to remove cattle and sheep and other livestock from our western ranges and could open the door for more introduction and movement of bison. Stay with us. We'll have more ag news right after this. Ranchers, it's time for the 33rd annual Reyes Russell Bull Sale. Monday, February 26, 231. Come into your old Angus Bull Sale at the ranch near Wheatland, Wyoming. Sale time is 1 o'clock. Reyes Russell Bulls are raised and developed in a realistic range environment, plus they're path tested at 8,000 feet. For more information, visit MRAngusRanch.com. Also carried live on Northern Livestock Video Auction. Reyes Russell. Your source for high-altitude bulls. Clayton Lohr here, Vice President of the Montana Grain Growers Association. Our directors are feeling mostly optimistic as we head into spring. Decent moisture and some new crop contracts are setting a positive tone for planting season to begin. We are also optimistic about the next generation of egg producers and have newly formed a committee to expand scholarships for 2025. These are your membership dollars at work, and we thank you for your continued support. 
Well, the Department of Animal Science at the University of Wyoming is seeking candidates for the position of meat laboratory manager. This full-time position, they say, will train and supervise 8 to 12 part-time undergraduate student employees to collectively support research, teaching, extension, and meat judging outreach activities and earn bachelor's degree in animal science, meat science, or a closely related field with concurrent or subsequent training and experience in a meat laboratory, meat processing plant is required. Get more details online by visiting us at westerneggnetwork.com. And finally, hey, it's National FFA Week and FFA members across the entire country, Puerto Rico, and even the U.S. Virgin Islands are celebrating agriculture and FFA. National FFA Week is a great time for FFA members to help raise awareness about the National FFA organization's role in developing future leaders in agriculture and, of course, the importance of agricultural education. So happy National FFA Week. For the Western Egg Network, I'm Russell Nimitz. This is where Montana talks. You're listening to Montana Talks with Aaron Flint. All right. Yeah, no, great point here by Kendall in Laurel. So we were talking about, you know, multiple stabbing incidents now here in the state. You got the the two two guys in Bozeman in the jail on the ice hold following that couple of melees in Bozeman. I think part of it took to took place in the downtown bars. So there you go. Those of you who are sending your college kids to Montana State University in Bozeman, they they got to deal with illegal aliens stabbing people in, in downtown. I mean, what the heck? And then you got this other stabbing incident in Kyla, Montana, northwest Montana, involving uh, two illegal aliens there uh, that are in the process of being deported, as, as I reported over the weekend on our Montana Talks website. I mean, unbelievable. But, yeah, here's here's a message from Kendall and Laurel. And, of course, Billings Public Schools preparing for the refugee students hide and watch. Yeah, the story that uh, Kendall is referring to here. I see there was a Billings Gazette story. Where did I put it? I had it right in front of me here. Uh, it was, oh, yeah, here we go. A Billings Gazette story by Lillian Palmer. Billings Public Schools prepares to educate refugee students with multilingual academy. I don't know why I just gave the Billings Gazette credit there, because I think I did this story first a long time ago, and I don't remember them uh, ever crediting me or or uh, or sharing our story. But, yeah, we share their story nonetheless. Uh, so I don't, I don't know. That's just kind of a little journalistic ethics thing that, uh, that we've, <laughs> we've always tried to follow here, even though we do commentary and not news reporting here. But, uh, yeah. Billings Public Schools uh, plans to accommodate a growing number of English learner students with its new Billings Multilingual Academy, dubbed the Billings Newcomer Center. And it'll likely start with a group of refugee children expected to arrive in town later this spring. Basically, you've got Joe Biden and John Tester and these uh, so-called nonprofit organizations dumping so-called refugees into Billings, Montana. And so now look at how much money is going to be is going to be is going to be directed towards, you know, these uh, to these students. 
when your students, if you have kids in, in school district two, aren't even being fully uh, uh, taken care of. Remember, they don't even have enough security cameras uh, right now. They had a they had a big security uh, review that, uh, you know, credit to the new superintendent. He had a security review done and it showed that they have massive uh, uh, gaps in their security for school district two schools. And then on top of that, they, they have a shortfall of nurses, so they don't have enough school nurses across the school system. But no, no, here we go. We're going to spend, how much is it? How much is it? $350,000 or, or more on a charter school solely designed for non-American students. And, uh, and oh, by the way, the liberal judges here, the Montana Democrat Party judges here in Montana, they didn't want to allow for any private charter schools to get up and running. But boy, they'll sure, they sure won't stand in the way of a charter school for non-American students. Fox News, I'm CJ Papa Flags at Half Staff in Minnesota this morning honoring two Burnsville police officers and a fire department paramedic shot dead. According to police, an unnamed armed man was barricaded inside a home with family members, including seven children between the ages of two and 15. Now, city officials say the situation, quote, escalated into gunfire after law enforcement arrived. Fox's Todd Pyro, the gunman, was later found dead. The kids were not hurt. Some Democrats want President Biden to forget about a run for a second term. If Biden were to step down and not without precedent. LBJ famously declared in an address to the nation on March 31st, 1968, I shall not seek and I will not accept the nomination of my party for another term as your president. The new Monmouth poll shows nearly half the country thinks Biden will be replaced as a Democratic nominee. America's listening to Fox News. Yeah, I had a uh, message on our Montana Talks app uh, that came in. This came in actually Friday night. Uh, Kyle uh, sent us this message. Billings is planning on opening a newcomer center for refugees. Actually, I got to see if, if that story is that story separate, Kyle, from the the charter school that the that the uh, school district two is, is putting together, because I'd imagine. Yeah, the cost for this charter school is going to be way more than 350 Oh, no. Oh, there we go. Uh, yeah, here we go. Um, base funding requested by the district is approximately $350,000 per school year. That's just the base funding. Final funding will not be determined until the finalization of contracts next week. Uh, so, uh, yeah, there you go. Remember, remember when we talked with the school district 2 superintendent about this? And, look, I mean, his hands are kind of tied to the extent that that these these so-called refugees, and I say so-called refugees because we know that they are not vetting and placing refugees the way they had done it for decades. Now they're just giving anybody the refugee button. Here, wear this refugee t-shirt. Uh, we, don't, we don't know what your real background is in Afghanistan. We don't know if you were actually targeting and killing American troops or if you were actually helping American troops, but we're gonna give you the refugee t-shirt anyway. We have no way of truly vetting you, but we're going to, here you go, you get the refugee t-shirt, then you get to come into Montana, and then you had the Afghan in Missoula raping a, uh, an 18-year-old uh, young woman in Missoula, and uh, man, it's, this is just insane. And so anyway, they're, they're dumping these so-called refugees in Billings, and, and then now School District 2 is trying to figure, they've they got to figure out a way to, 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 you know, handle this, so they're trying to leverage this state funding, but uh, again, I... I got to say, I agree with John Jackson, the joker from Twitter on this one, which is which is 
the more services you provide, it's it's back to the whole the transient problem and the transient crisis that places like Missoula and places like Bozeman have created. That if you build it, they will come. The more services you provide. For the the transient, oftentimes criminal element, the more services you provide for so-called refugees, the more they're going to keep sending them. So, look, I get it that the school district feels like their hands are tied and they have to do something here. But, again, the more services you provide, the more they're going to try to dump uh, these people into our system here. Uh, is so so wrong-headed on, on so many different fronts. Uh, okay, the story that that I, I got to tell you about, I, I shared those two Montana Talks app messages. Uh, the story that I told you I was going to mention, foxnews.com, this story just came out, just got published here this morning. Vulnerable Senate Democrat silent about Biden administration providing veteran medical resources to illegal immigrants. Democrat Senator John Tester serves as chair of the Senate Committee on Veterans Affairs, which oversees the VA. And yet he has been silent about efforts by the VA to assist with health care claims made by illegal immigrants who are currently held in ICE's custody as the backlog for veterans claims piles up. It makes you wonder, these these guys in the jail on the ice hold in Bozeman, is the VA helping to process their uh, health claims? Taking your calls live, 406-294-0970. This is Montana Talks with Aaron Flint. Yeah, we got the phone lines open for you uh, pretty much the entire morning. We've got a couple of great guests that are going to join us later on, just one for a little bit in the 7 o'clock hour, one for a little bit in the 8 o'clock hour. Rest of the time, phone lines are open for you. Uh, Steve and Ballantyne, stand by. We'll get to you. Uh, but first, we've got Nancy in Roundup on the phone lines. Nancy, what's going on this Monday morning? Well, quite a bit. I want to talk about globalist George Soros, but I have to uh, uh, share uh, my viewpoint on these uh, illegal aliens being uh, forced on residents there in Billings, Montana, you do not have to put up with this. This is illegal. Uh, it is against the Constitution for any taxpayer to for, be forced to pay for these people that are felons who broke into our country uh, illegally. Now, I'm going to tell you something. You're going to have to put some effort into this fight. Her name is Nancy Ann, Nancy uh, Van Marin. She's got an office on 3131 Grand Avenue there in Billings. She operates the... Uh, Nations to Neighbors organization, and this is who's bringing these people into your community. Now, what I suggest is you form a committee, you get a good attorney, and you and you uh, get a lawsuit going to put an end to this once and for all. But you're going to have to do this. You're going to have to fight. It doesn't do any good to call into a talk show. It doesn't do any good to complain about it. Get together and fight this, and and do not allow this to happen to Billings, Montana. Multiculturalism does not work, obviously. We're having problems all over our state. Now, I want to tell you about what this uh, rotten uh, globalist George Soros is up to. Uh, He is buying uh, radio stations. So far, he has bought 122 radio stations that were uh, defaulting on their mortgages. They were going bankrupt. He's paying, listen to this, 50 cents on the dollar for these radio stations. And why is he doing this? He wants to manipulate the 2024 election. 
And uh, so be aware, patriots, uh, the planning of stealing another election is heading in that direction. And just a quick thing. And, and not just 2024, not just 2024. He wants to he wants to control the narrative for every election after that. So no good point. What was that one other thing you wanted to share? Okay, 1949, Albert Einstein, he warned uh, Americans way back then that someday uh, the, the rich would control the means of communication and media. So um, here you go. What he said way back in 1949 is coming true. I'm telling you, there is no worse person than George Soros. I swear to God, he's got the devil sitting right on his shoulder. He is a horrible, terrible person. It's a yeah. I've got actually a report here. The DailyCaller dot com has a report uh, regarding George Soros and these radio stations that he purchased. I think we had a we had a caller raise that concern last week, and uh, and then I think Richard and George, Jordan sent us a message on our Montana Talks app. Uh, I had it in front of me here. Oh yeah, here we go. Richard and Jordan uh, sent us this message. He says. I did the research earlier on the Soros radio purchase. He bought 47% of a company called Odyssey. They have 247 stations, but none of them are in Montana, North Dakota, South Dakota, Idaho, or Wyoming. Uh, that's according to Richard in Jordan. But, yeah, as far as I know, that, that tracks. I, I'm, I'm not familiar if, if any of these uh, radio stations he purchased are here in Montana. But you know he'd want to, right? Uh, but, yeah, the... Uh, uh, the Daily Caller has this. Earlier this month, the investment firm founded by George Soros acquired over $400 million worth of debt owed by the nation's second largest radio network in a ploy to gain a stake in the media conglomerate. Uh, so, uh, yeah, and Odyssey is the company, like Richard mentioned. Uh, let me see here. Um, there's a lot of uh, Spanish language radio stations. You remember uh, the Democrats have been getting hammered on Spanish language radio stations because see the the uh, Hispanics in America don't like the illegal alien criminals that are breaking into this country either so uh, so that yeah so so that's why Soros has to take over Spanish language radio stations because they're losing Hispanics the left is losing Hispanics that one's very interesting the other thing that I found interesting in here I would encourage you guys especially some of you good researchers out there I know we've got one in Helena listening right now most likely they all what they what they mention here is that Soros is also pumping a bunch of money into newspapers and there there's a, a couple of links in this daily caller piece I'm, I'm a little tied up here most of the morning so or I would start digging into it myself but I'll bet you if you go in and you click on a couple of these links in that Daily Caller report, I'll bet you, you can find the information and you can follow the money. And I'll bet you you can show which Montana newspapers or so-called news organizations in Montana are benefiting from Soros cash. And might be, and, then, and, then, and then these news organizations get their stuff copied and pasted into local news reports as if it's actual news. When it's really just liberal commentary. So anyway, it would be really interesting to follow the money on that one. Uh, now, with regard to the, the so-called refugees, um, technically they're not illegal aliens because they are uh, going through the actual refugee placement program, as I understand it. Uh, but if you have a charter school for people who don't speak English, there's nothing, as I understand it, that ties the school district to from from limiting it to only so-called refugees and not uh, also providing it for illegal aliens. So uh, anyway, Nancy, thanks for the call. Steve in Ballantyne, what's on your mind? 
more in there. And while I know it probably never happened, but there's there's two things that would come good on doing the voter register poll, you know, the registry on uh, funding for all these uh, centers that they're creating across the country. Um, just check the voter uh, registry, and anyone that is registered as a Republican voter shouldn't be asked to fund this illegal stuff that's going on. And plus, it would probably increase the vote, the, the Republican voter poll. I know it, it would, they would probably say that's uh, just, you know, discriminating against it, uh, it all, but you know what? Just do the voter poll. I mean, if we're not wanting it, then we shouldn't have to pay for it. Oh, so have have voters basically vote uh, each each time on this stuff to to say yes or no? Well, or just check the poll. You know, voter the registry. Anyone that's registered as a Republican voter say, you know what, you guys are exempt on paying for this 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 asinine <laughs> stuff that, that the Democrat Party's doing. Seriously, yeah. and then it would it would increase. They would probably increase the the Republican Party by. Tremendous folds. The the downside is is the Democrats would still vote Democrat and they'd still vote for all the nonsense, but they would register as Republican so they didn't have to pay for the nonsense. You know, they never actually want to pay for any of this stuff. They want to make the rest of us pay for it. Have you ever noticed that they're the yeah. least they're the least charitable group in America? You know, they they think they're charitable because they come and reach into your pocket and steal your money and give it to somebody else. Their idea of charity is not reaching into their own pocket and giving it to somebody else. By and large. Right, right. Yeah, I know. I mean, they're they're crooked all the way around. But uh, I don't know. Like I said, if it could actually ever happen, just check. You know, if, if they want to hire eighty six thousand IRS agents, want to hire eighty six thousand people to get on a computer and check the voter poll registry and say, hey, these people don't need to pay because they don't want it. Yeah. All right. Well, Steve, thanks for the call. Uh, yeah, there'd be a lot of people registering as Republicans if that was the case. That's for sure. The downside is, is here in Montana, we don't register based off a party. So uh, so we'd have to start that one up in order to, to get that thing rolling. I uh, appreciate the phone call. Kendall and Laurel sent us another message. We are the suckers paying for our own demise, paying for our own demise. Uh, all right. Yeah. Back to this story. Liberal Senator John Tester, the headline from FoxNews.com, vulnerable Senate Democrat silent about the Biden administration providing veteran medical resources to illegal immigrants. So far, Senator John Tester has been silent about efforts by the VA to assist with health care claims made by illegal immigrants who are currently held in ICE's custody as the backlog for veterans claims piles up. Tester serves as the chair of the Senate Committee on Veterans Affairs, which has primary jurisdiction over the VA and works to address problems and issues related to veterans in the United States. The arrangement between the VA's Financial Service Center, the VAFSC, and ICE to process claims for migrant medical care uh, was outlined, they're claiming, in a 2020 memo. Uh, but that's, of course, uh, uh, up for dispute right now. But yeah, anyway, here you go. Liberal Senator John Tester who also, by the way, in 2013, voted against an amendment offered by then-Senator Jeff Sessions out of Alabama to prevent illegal immigrants from accessing free taxpayer-funded health care. That amendment would have established a, quote, deficit-neutral reserve fund to achieve savings by prohibiting illegal immigrants or illegal immigrants granted legal status from qualifying for federally subsidized health care. Unlike Tester... 
Montana's Republican Senator Steve Gaines has voiced strong opposition to the Biden administration's controversial effort to divert certain resources from the VA to process claims made by illegal immigrants. So John Tester is saying nothing about the VA using VA resources to go to illegal aliens. And this is the same John Tester who voted against an amendment that would bar free taxpayer funded health care for illegals. Turn up your radio. Here's the Sean Hannity Morning Minute. There wasn't one single bank, not one insurance company, that ever had a claim of any kind against Donald J. Trump or the Trump Organization or the Trump kids. Not one. If you want to talk about a grave injustice, so nobody here is complaining. Every single person got paid back. They got paid back on time. As it relates to the issue of valuations, this is probably the most interesting to me because the person that was that that had the most egregious uh, evaluation or I'm sorry, valuation of any property was Judge Ngoron himself. Check out the Sean Hannity radio show later today, right here. Ronald Reagan took this country from the depths of inflation in the 1970s to economic prosperity in just a few years' time. He knows a thing or two about saving a country in distress. And now you can get your hands on a free Ronald Reagan half-ounce silver coin. All qualified callers who call the top-rated precious metals company, Goldco, this week will get a free Ronald Reagan half-ounce silver coin. Call 855-815-GOLD and get yours free while supplies last. Ronald Reagan cut taxes, cut government spending, and gave us peace through strength. Now you can celebrate this great president with a limited-run half-ounce silver coin from the top-rated precious metals company, Gold Co. They're a seven-time Inc. 5000 winner, number one-rated gold IRA company with over 5,000 five-star reviews. Call them today at 855-815-GOLD and get your hands on a free Ronald Reagan half-ounce silver coin. Call 855-815-GOLD. That's 855-815-GOLD. 800-841-0908. Brought to you from the Montana Hot Spring Spas and Saunas Live Well, Feel Better Studio. Serving the great state of Montana, from the peaks of the Beartooths to the banks of the Clark Fork River, this is Montana Talks with Aaron Flint. Uh, I got a message here from Shane in East Helena that just came in a few minutes ago. And then actually a couple of nights ago, we had a great message from Tom in Billings that I want to share. But maybe I'll save the the Tom uh, in Billings message for later on in the 7 o'clock hour. Uh, because I've got uh, I've got a Fox News clip that'll tie right in with what Tom shared a couple of nights ago. Shane and East Helena, man, I've got a story in front of me that I was planning to talk about or thinking about talking about, and uh, and your message ties right in here. Uh, good morning, Aaron and Mega Dittos. According to Nonstop Local Montana, Trump win. Well, by the way, Nonstop Local. Uh, why are they never really? <laughs> they're not always local, but they're nonstop local. Nonstop local, even though we're not always local, but that's all right. They, they seem like nice folks, most of them anyway. Uh, <laughs> that's, these TV 
these TV buzzwords like like the consultant comes to town. Oh, you guys got to do this. We did this down in San Antonio, and it was genius. So give me a bunch of money and then adopt the same tagline I sold to the guys in San Antonio. Got to love the consultants. You know, the consultants in politics that make the money, whether the guy wins or loses, the consultants in the media that make the money, uh, with the funny little hash lines. Uh, anyway, Shane and he's telling her, Trump wins Montana by 22 points. That's up six from 2020. However, on another poll, they have Tester beating both Sheehy and Rosendale by nine points. Yeah, that poll came out before Rosendale dropped out of the race, but basically it showed... It showed, uh, I think, Tester with 49% of the vote and Sheehy and Rosendale both at 40%. I, I've heard from my pollster friends that the race is, is a lot closer than that. But, you know, this is a media poll. And so, yeah, you know, um, but either way, it's a good point here by Shane and he's telling it. And I think also I'm glad that Republicans are hearing about polling numbers like that because they've got to know that they've got to unite and they've got to fight. And, and you can't take anything for granted. Has Montana grown more conservative? Yes, but you can't take anything for granted. Um, anyway, uh, Shane says this, people have really got to stop split ticket voting. It's killing us. If you vote for Trump, why not vote red your whole ticket? Democrats will destroy everything about you, everything you've worked for and everything you aspire to be. They let crime run rampant. They experiment with the military and allow America to be invaded daily. They'll throw you in a gulag for opposing them and expressing your freedoms. Democrats are tyrants today. They are no longer the blue dog Democrats of 40 years ago, if ever they were. We are in the middle of a cold war for the Constitution, and we are losing. We need to vote and take back what is our birthright, and that is the United States Constitution and the United States of America itself. God bless. Have a great day. That was from Shane in East Helena. Shane, there was a, an interesting piece uh, that caught my eye last week. I think this was in Roll Call. It was a piece by David Winston, and I apologize. I don't even know who David Winston is, but I thought this was a very interesting write-up. Here's the headline of this op-ed. Is this the year... Montana Republicans oust Tester. Senator Daines will not repeat the mistakes of previous GOP campaign chiefs. But there was some interesting Montana-specific data in here uh, about how Montana has become more conservative ideologically. Voters who self-defined as Democrats in exit polls have gone down from 32% in 2006 to 25% in 2018. And by the 22 presidential election had dropped to 22 percent. So a 10 point drop in self-identifying Democrats since 2006 when John Tester first got elected. Republicans also dropped from 39 percent in 2006 to 29 percent in 2018. But then the GOP bounced back to 37 percent in 2020. So basically, you know, because of Donald Trump's efforts, uh, now people are more willing to identify as Republicans uh, uh, back back up to, to back to where they nearly were back in 2006. Uh, but anyway, there's some cautionary notes in here as well. I'll get to that coming up in the seven o'clock hour of Montana Talks. Plus, we've got phone lines open for you. Two nine four zero nine seven.